0: Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the Silverstone Grand Preview. And what a video we've got for you today. Looking forward to this week's race weekend. We're going to cover all the news from the last week in Formula 1. We're going to have a look at all the special helmets that have been brought out for this week's uh, this weekend's race. We're going to have a look at Upgrade Corner as well. Uh, have a look through all the upgrades the teams have brought as well as looking at the driver runway of show, of course, and then making some predictions as well as we go into the race. All that to come in what I imagine will be a very long video because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Firstly, McLaren. They've brought out a new livery for this weekend. Uh, It's the McLaren Chrome livery, and let me tell you, I absolutely hate it. Um, Let me pull up... A photo let's start by showing a photo of it um, here we go I'll put it on the screen now so here it is this is the new McLaren chrome livery it's not the best photo in the world but you get the gist so this bit here is chrome this bit here is chrome this bit here is chrome the rest is McLaren failure orange um, the reason I hate this so much is because I love The original, proper McLaren chrome liveries. They're my favourite liveries of all time. And when they said they were paying tribute to the McLaren chrome livery, I thought, fantastic. This is going to be beautiful. Coinciding with McLaren, looking like they may be good again. But this, I hate it. I hate it so much. They can't drop the crappy orange for one race i hate all this mclaren orange i know you're not supposed to call it orange but i refuse to pander to their color names i hate it i hate it i hate it so let's that away there, because I got some statistics here. So firstly, the reason it's not all orange is because Zak Brown doesn't want to take away the McLaren orange identity. So he said he's trying to, we're really trying to build our association with McLaren orange, much like Ferrari is red, and Mercedes have their colour identity. He doesn't mention what Mercedes colour identity is, because Mercedes colour identity is silver, and their car is currently a much more attractive black colour because Mercedes and Silvers don't look good either, which is why they brought back the black car. You know, Ferrari's colour identity is red because basically every single Formula 1 car they've ever made has been red. I mean, there was probably a couple that weren't red. I know there is some that weren't red, but the majority were red, especially when they were winning uh, Mercedes have the silver arrows thing, yep, and they've won a lot with the silver arrows, but they've also gone outside their comfort zone and gone to the black Mercedes, which looks a million times better. McLaren's identity as an orange team doesn't exist. I've I ran the stats. Here we go. McLaren World Championship World Championships won by cars coloured orange. Zero. McLaren races won by cars coloured orange. Nine. Oh, that's better. Uh, Nine race wins make up a total of 4.9% of all McLaren wins. So that's a great identity there for McLaren. Um, Interestingly, I also ran the numbers for Chrome. Um, Chrome McLarens that have won a world world championship. One chrome McLarens that have won uh, race wins 33 which is 18% of McLaren wins so really if you're looking for successful McLarens the chrome identity is far stronger than the orange and if anything McLaren's identity should be red and white because that's when they won the most if you if you line up all the McLarens most successful cars ever you'll not see a single bit of orange But there you go, they want to be their silly orange, so they've ruined my dreams of a proper chrome livery. And in real life, it doesn't look great either. But there's a few livery changes this weekend, especially Aston Martin, who have drastically changed their livery. If we bring up this Aston now, you will barely recognise it as an Aston Martin. There it is. Now, let your eyes adjust for a few seconds, because that is an Aston, but you may not realise, because of this little bit of red and blue here, and this little bit here, and also this little bit here, basically they've got this this new Val, Valoline sponsorship, apparently they make engine oil in America, they're, they're a big new sponsor, so they've done these little things, which is very nice for them. Uh, so basically, that's the uh, that's the there's there's three special liveries this weekend. This is the second best one. Shall we go for the first best one? It's this one. It's the Williams because this is a beauty. Um, I'm just a bit zoomed. Why am I so zoomed in? Oh my goodness! It's not the best. All these quality photos aren't very high. I'm sorry about that. But anyway. This is the new Williams livery to celebrate 800 Grand Prix this weekend. Although this weekend is their 799th Grand Prix because it was supposed to be 800, but then they cancelled Imola. So 800 is really in Hungary, but they've already prepared this for Silverstone, so they have to do it now. Basically, it's the modern day uh, Williams livery with the Union flag on the back there. Of course, not the Union Jack because if it was the Union, for it to be the Union Jack, it has to be on a ship. And this is a car. So that's on there. Um, it looks nice. And actually, in real life, it looks better. Um, I I was hoping that we'd get more of kind of like a retro vibe uh, livery, maybe like a throwback thing. But, you know, they never promised that. So I'm quite happy with what we got here. It looks nice. I'm happy for Williams because they're looking really really good we'll get onto that more as we go through but there's more news um after silverstone there will be a tire test i think that is on tuesday uh, within that tyre test the mercedes and mclaren teams will provide a car to run a new concept um rear wheel cover to improve rain races wet races uh, mclaren will send out the normal spec car without the covers and Mercedes will send out the uh, new spec car with the covers. Each car will be dotted with cameras, measuring devices, and the wheel to analyse the spray on the car. So, when we're running through a wet race, all the spray that is thrown up out the back, the new rear wheel covers will keep that down to help improve visibility. This is a new idea being thrown around by the FIA. I think it's a good idea. Hopefully, it goes well. Uh, what else have we got this week? Uh, the new F1 calendar has been announced for 2024. This is this is provisional at the minute, but the huge changes. Uh, firstly, Japan has moved from the end of the season to the start of the season. So now I think is the fourth race next year to take place in April, because F1 have finally realised that holding a race in Japan during tsunami season might be bad so next year we won't do that anymore it's only taken about 40 years for f1 to figure this out But they've done it. Well done to them. Um, Also, Baku. I think Baku and Japan have basically swapped. So Baku will come towards the end of the season. We will start the season with back-to-back Saturday races to uh, respect Ramadan at the start of the season in Bahrain and in Saudi Arabia. Uh, There will be a month-long break towards the end of the season in September-October time. And we also finish the season with a triple-header of free races. I can't remember, but it's probably going to end in Abu Dhabi, and I think Qatar's in there as well. Maybe Las Vegas, but it's a triple header to finish off the season. So very tired teams at the end of the season. Uh, people are complaining about this because, of course, they are uh, it's about you know the uh, eco-nomical stuff about how you know you're flying back and two, back and two, back and two. But when you look at it, really, it is better than. This year currently is there's still some blinding points where you go. Why is that one following that one? But I think it's a step in the right direction. We're not there yet, but we're getting there anyway What's next? Let's do special helmet streets because it's one of my favorite times of of the week is our visit down special helmet streets We have a look at all the special helmets for the weekend and we start off with his first visit to Special Helmet Street of the year. The first Special Helmet her Fernando Alonso. Who has brought out this for the British Grand Prix. Um, and... You may be thinking, "What is this in tribute to?" But it's actually in tribute to one of the very first ever Aston Martin Formula One cars. This is what the exhaust looked like. You got the steering wheel around the top. There's these little dents in the side. The big circle around the number. Um, you know, I don't know why he's waited so long to have a special helmet, but here it is. And it looks okay. So well done, Fernando. Welcome to Special Helmet Streets. Uh, we move on to Valtteri Bottas, who's been the king of special helmets uh, this year so far. I'm not loving this one as much. It's just a big British flag. We look. Oh, it's British stuff. Oh, look at that. A cup of tea and some rain. Oh, it's a double decker bus and the king. Oh, that say what? Well, that says London. What does that say? Asparagus. It's more of a London-based thing, but there you go. Wonderful. Uh, this is Lance Stroll special helmet, and interestingly for Special Helmet streets. normally when a driver has a special helmet, they go all over their social media and go, Look at this! Look at this thing I have! And look what it means to me! Lance hasn't done that. He hasn't posted anything about this. It was quite a surprise in uh, practice where I saw he wasn't wearing his normal helmet. So this is blue, and it's got these things on them which look like the normal Aston wings, but then they they fall down. If you have any ideas, let me know. This is uh, Alexander Albon's helmet for this weekend, and the interesting thing about this one is it's a half-and-half helmet. So this side is black, the other side is white. I forgot to get a photo of the other side, but it looks pretty good. Gasly has gone for the British flag. Um... And now, this one actually is the winner of a Special Helmet Street this weekend. This is Lando Norris, because as much as I hate the chrome McLaren that we have this weekend, this chrome helmet is actually fantastic. It reminds me a lot of Alonzo's helmet when he was in the McLaren in 2007, where it was just a big chrome thing. Now of course it has got the Google Chrome logo on the top, because we have to have sponsorship, but overall this one looks really nice. And Espanachon, he's done a nice thing as well. He's got the names of everybody on the Alpine team on his helmet there as a lovely little tribute. Very nice. And the final stop in Special Helmet Street is this one for Joe this weekend, which is a throwback tribute helmet. So the, tr- the helmets that he used to wear when he was karting. So some very nice helmets there for Special Helmet Street. Lovely, lovely stuff. Right, moving on from Special Helmet Street down to Upgrade Corner. Now there are three teams this weekend who have brought nothing, uh, and by nothing I mean if it's just if it's just circuit-specific stuff, I don't count it. But some have just brought nothing. So Red Bull, Aston, Ferrari. All three of them, no upgrades of significance for the car this weekend. Moving on, Mercedes have brought a completely new front wing, although it doesn't be doesn't appear to be working for them because they're really struggling so far in the practice sessions. We'll get onto that in a little bit. McLaren have brought a new front wing, rear corner, and rear suspension. Oscar Piastri has the upgrades now that um, Lando had last weekend. But Lando has even more new stuff. So Lando should still be quicker than Oscar this weekend. Williams have brought a new front wing. Alpine have brought a new front wing. Alpha Tauri have brought a new floor body, floor fences, floor edge, diffuser, engine cover, rear suspension, rear wing and beam wing. They basically brought an entirely new car. And you'd think, wow, that would show up on the timing screens. But you'd be shocked that it hasn't. I, If you told me that they brought nothing... I would have believed you. I can't believe they actually brought this much new stuff. And it's made no difference whatsoever. Alpha Romeo brought new floor body, floor fences, diffuser, rear corner and rear suspension. And finally Hassa brought new front suspension, front corner and beam wing. So some good upgrades across the board there. And I think we're into like proper upgrade season now. Uh, going into hungry... Uh, in a couple weeks then across to spa we've got a little bit of a break we got the summer break we'll get lots of upgrades coming back after that we're gonna have the big bulk of upgrades in the next month or so so upgrade corner will be very very busy indeed let's go now though to the drs and if you aren't familiar with the drs it's a new segment we've been doing for the last couple weeks it's the driver runway show because f1 now is all about fashion And if if there's only one person who knows about fashion, it's me. So it's time to talk about fashion. And we're looking at how the drivers are dressed when they arrive on a Thursday. And if they're wearing team wear, they're disqualified. But some of them don't wear team wear, and they're very fashionable. Like this man. It's Carlos Sainz. Look at that. He's wearing a jumper, and some jeans, and some trainers. Um, the vibe I'm getting here is, you know, um, the those films where there's a, a man and a woman and they have a child, but they've separated, and now the woman is with a new partner who you think, oh, he's not very nice, but in the end you think, actually, he was all right. There's Carlos Sainz. That's the vibes I'm getting. We go across now uh, to Esteban Ocon. He's got jeans and a white T-shirt as well, and he's got this little lovely brown mac. That's very nice. Strangely, though, Esteban Ocon dressed very similar to Lance Stroll. Also a white T-shirt, faded jeans, and the sunnies. Very brave, though. A Thursday in England. T-shirt and and sunnies. Okay. Lando Norris almost got disqualified because he's wearing his own merch, but I've decided to allow it uh, this far. I think it's okay. Lewis Hamilton... Always dresses up very nicely in this kind of like bomber jacket thing with baggy trousers with some dirt on them. He's got his dog and there's a flag. Lovely stuff. Oscar Piastri. Now, here's someone I always like to talk about in terms of fashion, because Oscar Piastri always dresses like his mum's just dropped him off for a no school uniform day. And here he is. He's got his backpack ready, black T-shirt. He's got a hoodie just in case he gets a bit cold. He looks a bit lost. But he's having a great time. And finally on the, on the driver Runway show is uh, Pierre Gasly wearing some Aston Martin green. Is that teasing a move? Probably not. Big buttons on here, though. Um, my sister's scared of buttons. I don't really understand it. But if you're scared of buttons, get in touch. That's the end of the driver runway show. Uh, Let's move across now, though, to the predictions for the weekend. Now, every week, I make two predictions for the race weekend. And in my last two races, I have a 100% prediction rate success. Which is weird, because for the entire season, I've been wrong every time. And now I've had four predictions come true in a row. So heed my warnings when it comes to the predictions. Firstly, the Max Verstappen Silverstone curse will end this weekend. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Max Verstappen Silverstone curse, <clears throat> the last two years, he realistically should have won this race, and hasn't. In 2021, there was the infamous crash, which I shall not mention, because I don't want my comment session to turn into some kind of war zone, and last year, he ran over the Alpha Tauri debris, got caught underneath the car, lost performance, and I think he finished, like, seventh. So, both times... Things that were relatively out of his control ruined his race and cost him the win. Now, he has won at Silverstone, but it was like the weird F1 70-year Grand Prix celebration thing. So it doesn't officially count as a Silverstone Grand Prix victory. So now, this weekend, he's going to win it and end the curse. And that'll move him to six wins in a row, which is very impressive. And my second prediction for the weekend is for the Williams team to have their best weekend of the year so far. I looked this up before. The most points they've scored in a single weekend so far this year is seven. So I predict them to score more than seven. It's a big ask, but I think they can do it. Because just before we go now, uh, I'm going to just look through, uh, quickly look through the FP2 results because FP2 finished not too long ago. Um, Just... Obviously, Max Verstappen top in the timesheets. Some interesting things. Firstly, Charles Leclerc had an electrics issue. He couldn't compete in the session at all, so he didn't set a time. Williams. Alex Albon finished the session in P3. Logan Sargent in P5. Both guys looking really good. Carlos Sainz was up there in P2. Perez was P4. Mercedes were the worst-performing Mercedes-powered team. George Russell... Uh, was 12th, Lewis Hamilton 15th. Both guys complaining about lack of grip, really struggling with the car. Now, they've been in this position before on a friday and been able to fix it and pull through for the rest of the weekend but it is an, it's a not a good start for mercedes at all lando norris also struggling could only pull out a 14th in fp2 his teammate like piastri looking better in p9 alonso was p10 and stroll p6 nico hulkenberg managed to finish p7 and i don't think he even touched the soft tires so nico hulkenberg continued to have that fantastic one lap pace so I think for this weekend, Williams look really good, as does Oscar Piastri. So they're my people to keep an eye on. But Max Stappen to take the ultimate victory. Alright, that's all we've got time for here on the grand preview. I've been going for pretty much twenty minutes now, so I you know I should have I should be done. I'm gonna go now. That's all I've gotta say. Um make sure you subscribe because for the weekend we'll have all the regular stuff you know qualifying reaction race reaction for the f1 f2 and f3 driver ratings towards uh monday it should be all the fun of the fair i'll see you then goodbye